Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Right on. Welcome to the Jackie and Lori Show. Hello, Lori Kilmartin. Hi, Jackie Sue. How you doing? <laughs> Jackie Cation. I should give them your last name. Give case. them. Except for that you know it's in the song. That's, <laughs> oh, that's all right. the song is, is our names. Never I... again. <laughs> Never again. It's always Jackie Sue. That's such a great that's... name. You're Jackie Sue? I've, mm-hmm. uh, I've, I've... It's well, it's a gift. It was a gift <laughs> from my dead mother when she said, here. Stop bragging that your mother's dead, please. <laughs> How dare you? Mine's been living with me for 12 days. I don't need that shoved in my face. Oh, I love that you know the days. The days are hilarious to me. That's, uh, I, I do love sort of the, the – uh, if you follow Lori Kilmartin on Twitter, you will know that you will get a little heads up what she's asked you for. She's learning how to use a remote. She's uh, unscrewing a bar of, jar of peanut butter. Yeah. she's she Each of the remotes – I'm a cord cutter, which is – Deeply distressing to elderly people. <laughs> yes. The, the fact there's TV. no landline and the fact yeah. that there's no cable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's really off her game. And uh, uh, the Apple TV remote is super intuitive. It's The new one is like, uh, it feels At like all, an iPad. All Apple stuff, oh, it's it's on screen? No, not exactly. But you, Thank God. You, 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 use your, you use your, you don't click on it It's intuitive, but only you have to use it and then it becomes intuitive. Right. It's I only think. intuitive if you've used a lot of Apple stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and then the the uh, we also I also have an Amazon Fire Stick just okay. to cover all bases. Yeah, but, yeah. That, but it, she's still very perplexed, and I'm debugging the every day. I'm trying, you know. She, what is she doing? She, she constantly logs out, and oh, then she, then I have, so to, have to manually log back into 18 services, Hulu and Netflix and everything. Amazon. And I can't and, remember all my passwords, so I try right. it 20 times because you have to type really slowly with the remotes. Oh, it's the like, oh my god. We have a jo- we have a PS3. Yeah. So it's constantly with the with the joystick thing, and yeah. you're like. When will this PS3 fucking die so that we can buy a DVR, a DVD player, and it'll be fine? Though we do have we have a DVR that we that I got um, for free. They they sponsored the Dork Forest, you guys. Oh, that's TiVo. All, that's cool. TiVo did so. We got a TiVo, so I got a lifetime TiVo box, and uh, I'm great. unplugged. But it means I can record things off of regular television because we have an HD antenna. Mm-hmm. We have Amazon Prime, Hulu Plus, my sister's Hulu Plus, my brother's HBO Go, our own Netflix, and um, oh, my own you. Amazon. So grown up with your own Netflix. We have our own Netflix. You know what happens when uh, when my nephew doesn't call me? I change the uh, the Netflix password, <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, how's it going, Thomas? Yeah, why don't you call your grandma?" <laughs> that's that for me. That would be a way I would freeze out my family. That's how <laughs> the opposite. Um, I'd freeze them up by changing the yeah. So it was Valentine's Day, and you dodged a bullet by going to New York. Oh. Because I, I dodged so much by going to New York. <laughs> like, okay, so uh, I moved my mother. My mother's stuff comes down on Thursday. Okay, um, you know, a and, week ago Thursday. Yeah. Right? So, uh, and I'm, I have a red eye on Thursday night out to New York City because we're not working on Friday. Oh my god! Yeah. So they. So I, the stuff all comes. The cu- stuff all comes. You do and a, you fuck off. <laughs> a partial drop at my house. <laughs> You know, of some old stuff that I like, and then another drop at a storage center okay. in Burbank. 
and uh, and then we get it all, and then I, I get in a car and I go to <laughs> New York City to relax in Harlem. To relax in Harlem <laughs> and do sixteen sets over the weekend. That's much more peaceful. It's so much more peaceful yeah. to do four sets a night and all just, over New yeah, York. Yeah, at one point I was like in my first of all I can sleep in. Nobody wakes me up. Nobody, it's true. You can sleep it out. Oh and, my god! And you can it's catch amazing. up on I'll all get the like sleep. Eight to ten hours of sleep. Oh. It's like being in a tomb. I love it. Yeah, I bet. And uh, you know, I, I I call in once a day. I, I totally yeah, you check in. I, I check out completely though. I mean, I I feel like I become just a comedian again. I'm not a daughter or a mother. I'm just a comic, right? And even then, I'm a comic that's like in New York, and, yeah, and there's all and the greatest sets in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's just so exhilarating. And I forget I forget my life in in L. A. And I just sure. become like 30 again, where I just came to New York and I'm alone. And and it's you- Fucking awesome, <laughs> but like I would, I you know, I call once a day to check in on the yeah, make the, sure that everyone's still two, alive. The two sea creatures in my house that are dueling, and uh, you know, my, my they're arguing over piano, and I'm like, just make him play happy twelve times. It's not negotiable. Bye, and then I just exited, and I, I think it happened, but I didn't right. care. Yeah, it was great. And then one time, my mom called me in New York and said. Um, the floors hurt my feet. Perfect. <laughs> that like, is a classic. I don't moment. know how to solve that problem. I don't know how to sound that. That sounds like your feet floors. hurt. Yeah, we need shelter. We yeah. need floors and ceilings <laughs> and walls. So I, that's a problem I can't solve. This reminds me of a Chinese proverb, Lori Kilmartin. There's a Chinese <laughs> proverb. It's like there was a man who walked across the earth and he wanted to cover the earth in leather because it hurt his feet. And the Chinese proverb was just put on some shoes. Thank you. There you go. Exactly. It's a beautiful thing. I've, I've, I'm sure I've massacred it. Well, I want to tell you because this – okay, so Valentine's – traditionally, of course, all women comics work on Valentine's Day because clubs go, oh, that's right. Right. Um, so – and it's better now, but whatever. Uh, but I traditionally I a, uh, don't I, like to work. I have a side note off of yeah. that, but we'll go to it later. Okay. Don't forget. Okay. And uh, Remind but, me. That's all, okay. what I'm saying. All right. So okay. – um, but I um, – I, I I don't like to work Valentine's Day. I don't like to work New Year's Eve. Is that a day with your husband? No. Okay. It's just a because I forgot that it was Valentine's Day okay. when when I said it because Valentine's Day was actually on Sunday. Right. So I I worked a thirteenth. I worked uh, the the Saturday night yeah. gig at a barn in Upland. Hold your applause. <laughs> Things are and I tried to do that thing like my dad told me to do, which was the never say it. no without a number. Right. Um, what you, oh, what do you mean without never say don't ever turn down a gig. Just price yourself out of the gig. Oh, sure. Yes. Right. 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 And uh, I have yet to pick a big enough number. <laughs> He's like, and remember to pick a big enough number because otherwise they will have the money. So it's in Upland. Upland is probably an hour from here. It's near San Bernardino, right? Right. It's it's 45 minutes to an hour and a half depending on traffic. Right. Right. And um, he goes, uh, yeah, would you like to do this Valentine's? There'll be dinner and then a show and then we just really want you to come. And I said, I'm going to need $1,200. Up top. Except he didn't fucking blink. Oh. And he goes, okay. And I was like, Damn it! And then how much could you have asked? For? I have no idea because then he said, "Now, do you want us to get an opener, or should I get an opener?" And I said, "I'm going to need. I'll get an opener, and he's going to need three hundred. Because the thing is, what, is we're you in Los just Angeles, grew a pair and a half over in Los Angeles. You could get anyone. Yeah. You could get someone for three hundred dollars. Yeah, to do both sets. <laughs> so I thought for sure no one's going to give me this money. And he's like, "We're doing it." And so uh, I got Tom Clark to open for me, cool. and I ended up giving him. Because Maria has this whole thing about thirds, Bamford, yeah. that we should all make a third of the money. Her her people right. 
uh, I, she should make a third. I should make a third. And I'm like, well, that's going to be amazing when you're bringing in tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Thank you very much. Anyway, so I ended up giving Tom a little more money. But the thing is, is so he did like 25 and I did an hour. And of course, it's Valentine's Day. So yeah. this guy's like, hey, I want to propose to my girlfriend. And you always try to no. discourage him no. and say, do you think she's... I wouldn't do it publicly. And he's like, well, no, I'm sure she's going to say yes. <laughs> the first sign that he does not know his fiance at all. Well, who wants – don't publicly ask. It's a private thing for mm-hmm. the love of God. Right. Anyway, so I said, well, when do you want to do it? And he said, well, I don't want to pull focus from the show. And I said, it's Valentine's Day. Your love is definitely going to pull focus from the show. <laughs> You're going to pull focus. When did he all of a sudden become in show business? Well, Upland, you know, it is Los Angeles adjacent So because uh, he did <laughs> actually used the words bull focus oh man and i said well let's we'll do it at the end of the show and i did i invented a thing which is probably i didn't invent but uh so i I close my set and i get you know i do my last they they want to stand up give me a standing ovation and carry me off stage they want to (laughs) but i say no 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 so brave thank you and (laughs) i said what i how i like to end my show is i like to bring a couple of people on stage and they act out a scene and so then I brought him and his girlfriend up, and I handed them the mic, and I said, all right, and action. Ha! And then he That's asked her. Awesome. It actually worked, because I got to do my time, He and then it was very pretty. He got down. It was sweet. He got That's down great. on one knee, and he gave her a thing, and it was great. That's probably someone's actual closer. There's probably some road hack right oh. now going, <laughs> Oh, my God. She stole that. Yes. Yes. You can have it back. If I never have to work another Valentine's Day, you can have that back, sir. And or madam. (laughs) So that was Valentine. But what do you what's your what's your Valentine experience on the road? Did you have a story? You said, oh, no, I I just wanted to do a side note because March is Women's History Month. Finally, (laughs) the punchline in San Francisco, all hail Molly Schminke. She's booking female headliners for every single week oh, good. month and it's like Christella it and Miss Pat House it's mm. uh, I forget the other ones but it's okay. like all solid That's awesome. it's is it gonna be me <laughs> am I working no I'm the not the only flaw in her plan is it's not you or me <laughs> That's the that only is flaw. a flaw. But you just got to work there. But you did a weird, you did a weird Christmas thing, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a New Year's. It thing. was an event. Yeah, sure. But it was it's still it, it, that was at Cops. Yeah, punchline, which is the the gem. It's, it's the such, big one. A, no, it's the small one, which means it's a way better room than Cobbs. If you're a performer. oh punchline, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the small pink one on top. I got to of work old Cobbs, and that's what I was, thought you were talking. Old remember Cobbs how was great. Remember how cool old yeah. Cobbs was in San Francisco. Yeah. Low ceiling, the good day. Yeah, low ceiling and just a, just a feeling. You walk downstairs, down, you know, you, you walk down to the wharf and you get in. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's gone now. But, um, but, but that's yeah, cool. She's going to have all, female all, all women comics. Yeah, it's, and, and it's like, why the fuck isn't every is she club doing, doing that? Is she doing women features or MCs or is it just one because it should only be one? I don't know. I didn't check. I just all saw right. all the headliners. Molly, um, Molly, just all women comics. It might be. It just, and they should all be white. Just three women, white women, one after another, one after another, First one after another. First of all, Miss, a- I don't see color. <laughs> Christel- the only two I remembered were Christella and Miss Pat House. And those neither are, of whom Those are women are of color? Yes. I don't know either of them. Yeah. Christella a- Alonzo? I don't know Christella Alonzo. You don't know Christella? Oh, well. She, yeah, she is. She had, a, she had her own show on ABC. Do you know Christella's story? No. Fucking amazing. Okay. Okay, let's do it. So she... Um, 
she, and I'm probably going to tell her wrong. That's fine. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm going to miss crucial facts. Christella, but, okay. talk to somebody. It's, uh, she's from, uh, she's from Texas. She's, uh, uh, and, and she. African-American she did, or? She's uh, Latino. Latino. Okay. okay. So um, she was, Christella Alonzo. Right, Alonzo. Yeah. I should have got that. That's I, okay. I, That's I missed right. out. Uh, no, no. I'm, I, I'm, ba- we're, it's baby steps. I'm holding your hand. We're walking. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So uh, she, uh, she did the last comic standing with, she did the same time I did. Okay. Okay. Um, and so afterwards, uh, she did Conan. She had a fucking killer set on Conan, and it was all, you know, it was all on on point of this is who okay. I am. I am Christella, and it's you know every. It's the greatest. It's like one, one of those, those old fashioned. This is my sitcom set. Oh, nice. You know that we were all taught to do. Right, right. That a lot I of people that. aren't doing anymore. No, they don't need to do it anymore. Yeah. So, so she does it, and she gets a deal. You know, and oh, that's awesome. So she. Um, what year's that? That's like two years ago. Oh, awesome. Okay. Two or three years ago. But she got deal money and she, I think she wrote the pilot, but they ended, they weren't going to go with it, but they gave her money. So she's, whatever, however it went, she took the money and said, I'm shooting this pilot. Oh, wow. And instead of banking it or getting a Maserati or something, she put it all back into the show, doing her own thing and going, fuck it, I'm doing it. And they, they shoot a pilot. She, you know, she pays for everything from this thing. And, uh, it's like the Cinderella story. It gets picked up by ABC. Because they're like, oh, well, now we get it. Yeah. And it runs Classic. for a year. And it runs for a year. Did and then they cancel it. Again. Yeah. But I think it's doing pretty well on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Oh, good. But anyway. What's, what do you remember the name of the show? Christella. Just Christella. Yeah. Okay. Well, it turns out I can. <laughs> well, who knows? Like, if you had a show, would it be called Lori? But your name is Christella. Jackie and Lori show, even if you weren't involved. That's how much <laughs> I like I that you, you would put me first. That's very sweet of you. <laughs> but um, but anyway, she is, like I just saw her at Comedy Magic a couple weeks ago, and she's like killing it. She's working on a ton of new material, and she's out there on the road, just boom, 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 boom. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, she. I I, I feel like so people should check it, her out. Ch- totally check her out. But she's she's. I think she's going to come around again. Like, if, you know, I think you must go through that experience and learn so much and go, all right, yeah, the next not, time I'm going to load my chance. gun differently. Yeah, you know? the, yeah. And yeah. it's not just one chance. No, it just not keeps, at all. Especially, when you're talented and you work hard, there's more than one chance. Yeah, it just know? keeps, it, it just reboots. It's a carousel. Yeah. And you, you'll see that horse again. <laughs> you'll get to get on that horse again. It'll be fine. And, uh, but she, and she wasn't even going to be the one that we were going to plug this. Oh, week, no. We were not gonna, at all. Uh, Tracy. Tracy Ashley. Who I saw this week. Yeah. Because she was just in town hanging. Yeah. And uh, I went and saw... Um, I saw her for two seconds, I think, on the same night. We were all, almost at Flappers all at the same time. Right. Me, you, Laura House, you, and Tracy Ashley yeah. were all at... You, you like, hit the parking lot as soon as I pulled up. You right. Were, I was pulling You were like, I'm in Ashley's furniture. I'm like, say no more. You have to cross two streets on a light. Don't yeah. Come back. It's not going to come back. I'm, yeah. it's, uh, I just decided. And I know. So I got to see... And I got to see Tracy's set, and I haven't seen Tracy Ashley. Everyone should go find Tracy Ashley. She does a lot colleges she'll she come does to you clubs. she does colleges she goes to towns like i see this shit on facebook where i'm like that's not even an airport you're landing at that's a cornfield and you're right. and you would fly in an hour and a half and <laughs> you're, drive your plane just cartwheeled and you jumped out into the set like where yeah. are you right she parachuted in to do a set yes. and then had to somehow hire a farmer with a cart to take her back to town <laughs> somebody please Make her famous enough where she can just do Friday, Saturdays. Oh, that'd be great. That'd That's be all I ask. Tracy, Tracy Ashley. Tracy Ashley. Yeah, with an E. She, uh, her album is called Two First Names. Yeah. 
And uh, so it's a good – and I, I hadn't seen her set in a, probably a year. Yeah. 18 months. And it was all new and it was all awesome. Yeah. She's just – it's just great comedy. Yeah. So – and we both went to – there was a, a – they're working on a documentary uh, out of Acme Comedy Company. We're both Minneapolis comics. Right. And um, Louis Lee, the guy who owns that club, uh, took three comics to Hong Kong and oh yeah the I heard about this freaks and geeks guy josh weinstein he filmed it as a documentary mm-hmm. and so i got to see the first cut of it and it's pete lee chad daniels and tom segura mm-hmm. and it was fascinating because they went to the uh, hong kong and the singapore open mic scene and filmed a bunch of that some of it funny some of it a disaster i totally want to do that oh my god do you think when i get luxembourg citizenship that will somehow help me that's that will open it mic will. In, hong kong? in hong kong i think uh i think the next time lewis brings three comics to hong kong he should bring me and you and somebody oh, yeah he's I've I've already told him he's got to bring me, and he said it's <laughs> you coach. Don't have you have to know. drag me. It's Listen, a, no, no, but you, you get your own first. I get it's it. A, but I'll tell you something. You establish a bulkhead, and then you move me out. There. <laughs> I got to go to Hong Kong, so I can re- recommend you to the guy. Oh, cool! And uh, Ryan Stout actually hooked me up with the Hong Kong gig. Cool. The, the ten days I did in Hong Kong. Nice. And I didn't make a dime because I brought Andy with me. Uh-huh. But it was so much better than oh. spending ten days in Hong Kong oh without God. someone to hang of out course, with. Yeah. Even though Dorsher, Michael Dorsher, is the guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. Very funny comic himself out of Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. He uh, I, he would have hung out with me. But Andy was like, let's go look at this other Buddha. And so we looked at like 19 different versions of Buddha. And it was <laughs> they fantastic. They have different tummies. They all have their own have individual different, tummies. Sometimes a skinny Buddha. Sometimes <laughs> a giant Buddha. And there was a row of, t- of tiny Buddhas. We went to a lot of Buddhas. It was great. I love it. And then, guess what? Chinese food. Really good Chinese food in Hong Kong. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but it's pretty great. Um, yeah. So... What what so Valentine's Day? Yeah, Valentine's Day. Okay, so so what Valentine's gigs? Do you have any good Valentine's gig stories? G- stories in general? Yeah. Oh, let's did, see. Did you work Valentine's? I did. I was at. I was in Manhattan, right. and uh, I did seventeen spots spots in four nights. Did you do seventeen? You picked up an extra spot. I think I did. Because when you were leaving, it was going to yeah. be sixteen. Yeah, four spots might have been uh, seventeen. I could have stopped at sixteen. Turns out because. <laughs> The last set, I was like, I never wanted to hear my voice again. I hated every single joke I was saying. Because you were working on the same 10 minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I had a couple breakthroughs on a couple bits. Oh, that's great. So I was like, fucking A. But then, you know, so then I was like, all right. But you're still working on the same 10. I could have been happy to do 17 three-minute sets, you know? (laughs) But, like, I I felt really bad because Whiplash was my last set at the UCB, and uh, and I, I was... I was spent and I was sick yeah. of myself and sick of me. And mm-hmm. um, so I, I, I feel like I kind of the first couple of minutes I was like, well, I, I, I can't I can't say these jokes again. So I just started just going out. Riffing I'm or? not a storyteller. I need shit that I've written. And OK, I'm very formulary. Yeah. Formulaic in that way. OK. Yeah. And so, of course, every, it's every once in a while I'm like, let me just see what I have. Turns out I never have anything unless I have it already planned out. I'm a planner, okay? Right. I'm I'm a Hillary. I'm not a Bernie. I'm a fucking wonk, okay? I I think Bernie's a planner. I think Bernie... (laughs) He looks a little improvisational. He looks improvisational. He looks alty. But let me tell you something. He's been doing it for 7,700 years. True. That guy's a planner. So is Andy Kindler, though. So Right? You think Andy Kindler's not a planner? Guy's a planner. I bet he is. He is. I bet he is. Yeah. I mean, you, you could say... I mean, a guy like... Who who gets up there and doesn't play? You never know what's going to happen. 
Chad Daniels, I would say. Chad Daniels goes up. He has material. Well, I think but you don't ever know if some, he's going to weed off and go off into Yes, he into has the material world. ready, but he's also ready to access his rage in any second. At any time. <laughs> any time. He was just like, why, why the hairy eyeball? And then all of a sudden, fun to gone. <laughs> that was the greatest part of that documentary yeah. is watching Chad Daniels lose it in Singapore. And uh, you can't. You can't do anything in Singapore. Singapore has a lot of very strict rules. As I remember, you get caned for spitting on the street. You get caned. They they will cane you. Tom Segura uh, loved this joke about. Or was it was it him or was it Josh Weinstein? Somebody had a joke about getting caned in the in the dick. It was a dick caning joke, you guys, and it was a good one. Of course, <laughs> why wouldn't it be? So, what else? Uh, I have this to say. I so I was on. Where was I? I was in Portland and Seattle with Maria last okay, week. Cool. So I oh, did. Oh, that sounds like heaven. It really was heaven. Wow! Because it was Maria Bamford audiences in. Her, in Portland and yeah. then in Salt Lake City, and they just wanted to hear whatever. In Salt and Salt Lake or Seattle. Salt Lake. Oh, okay. We did two nights at Helium in Portland, and then we flew to Seattle and uh-huh. uh, to uh, Salt Lake, and did Wise Guys. Okay. In Salt Lake. Now, before you go on stage, here's what you want to hear from Marie Bamford. Are you going to do the newest thing? You're going to do that newest joke? And I was like, Yes. <laughs> and then you do the thing you just fucking wrote. Yeah. And the audience is so giving, oh, and so man. like, what weird thing were you thinking about today? And they are on board. And I saw. So I, I got. Wow. Yeah. I have a new. And it's a mess. It needs. It needs to either be flipped on its head. Mm-hmm. Like it's a sex joke where mm-hmm. I. I, uh, I Dick caning is it? Dick caning? There's no dick caning. Okay. It's about tantric sex, and there's a there's a it's it's complicated. So oh, at the oh, end of I it, saw you doing it. Yeah, That's you really, saw me the it's other. Funny. I really it's like funny, it. but it might need to be flipped on its head. You know how like mm-hmm. sometimes you got you, you got much like you the, during tantric sex. Exactly, all bendy. People don't ever think of me as bendy, <laughs> and you know what? You're right. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying, but uh, yes, but it was so much fun to just work on new stuff. Yes. And we did, we did all Without this. feeling like if you bomb, you're going to get fired right. or, or you're going to the crowd if the crowd's already. Yeah. Maria it. could care oh, less about, she's like, you do whatever you want to do. I wow. don't care. And she's like, and then I'm going to do hopefully whatever I want to do. <laughs> and the thing is, is but she's got to bring it right. Yeah. Because they're her people. Yeah. But she's like, you're doing 25, 30. And uh, appear genius like, do whatever you need to do. And so I just, uh, and that was, it was, and her parents came. Wow. And her, and Scott, her husband, her new husband came. And so it was a thousand, it was so much, it was just people to hang out with. And there was, there was stand up and it was, it was a joy to behold, quite honestly. Well, I had to, uh, one night at the stand, I had to follow Big J Okerson. Yeah. Who is like. Talk um, about a guy who you don't know what he's going to say. Oh, no. And this guy is, I think he's at Patrice O'Neill levels of comfort on stage. And he re- was almost born there. So for him to be even more comfortable than the last yeah, time yeah, I saw yeah. him, which is a year and a half ago. Yeah. It's, it's um, like you just you could listen to him for two hours, you know. You're and, like, he is a, he's a bath. That guy. Wait, a bath? He's just, what do you right, mean? He's just a warm bath that surrounds <laughs> you, and you're like, oh, I'll go wherever this guy yeah, wants yeah, to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I sometimes mean, he wants to go somewhere dark or gross. I know. Yeah. That's, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing I will never have, that kind of comfort. My, whatever I have is totally different than that, that kind of person that just sort of – they almost take the stage into their body you right. know, and become the stage. It, right. He, it's not he, presentational whatsoever. It's so casual – 
and conversational. Uh, it's just such Do you remember a- the ghost of Christmas present? Yes. And then he opens his coat and there's those children yes. on the ground. The audience are those children. And Big Jay Okerson is the, <laughs> is the ghost of Christmas present. And yeah. yeah. So, so how did he have new stuff that you hadn't seen before? Or? Um, yeah, I was mostly uh, in a panic. So I wasn't watching. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> you were like, running. Like, really? Okay. I'm next. Uh, Am I next? But, yeah, but it, the MC, Pete Lee was actually MCing and his wife, Emily, and they got, and Pete goes, I'm going to do a couple of minutes. So I go, thank you. <laughs> so it was fine. It ended up being okay. fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, plus the audience is, it's, it was a, I think it was a show Frantic Monday where it's, I oh, think that's a good a, show. I love that a, show. That crowd is different from other regular crowds. Yeah. They're real at comedy the nerds. So yeah. at the stand, so that, you know, they know that one person's going to be there for 15 minutes and then another person. They're not yeah. like, oh, where'd that last guy go? You right, know? right, right. It's a different, it's a, it's a one, that, that's a wonderful show. I love, I, yeah, it's, it's fun. The stand might be a reason just to go to New York. It is. I really do you know, like I'm on the, the stand. I'm on the bathroom wallpaper. Are you? Yeah. I'm, I'm wearing glasses. I don't look like me. I'll, they, I'll, they printed wallpaper? They printed wallpaper of, of, comics, of comics pictures that used to do the cringe humor shows. Oh, my God. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah. That's that's almost better than having your picture up at the improv. Way better. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't have my picture up at the improv. So. Neither do I. I'd rather but be on the, guy on the bathroom takes those at the pictures? stand. Those guys, the guy who takes those pictures, by yeah. the way, he said to me, you know, I've been, I've been taking pictures of you for like eight years. I've never gotten a good picture of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh well, good. I'm glad you haven't used it then. Oh, my God. But I don't know what to say. I, I don't know how to. I was like, Did am he, I just constantly was talking? Was he blaming or? himself? Or... I think so. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't think he was blaming me. Okay. I, but I, he still doesn't know that's not a, a something a, to say a out good loud. Thing to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside your head voice, buddy. Uh, but <laughs> it is weird that it is. Um, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. I thought it was. I was like, well, good. You didn't put it up on. Don't just put any stupid picture of me up. Yeah. I mean, this this podcast has many stupid pictures of me, by the way. Lot. But there's nothing yeah. to be done. Yeah. Every week, really. Nerdist would like a picture of us. And so every week we're going to. And then they add their under eye circles filtered to both of us, especially <laughs> to me. I Build a flip book of the aging process, you guys. <laughs> Start collecting it and then just. <laughs> and it'll be great. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So. So. But oh. it mostly the stand. It mostly it was. I mean, every it was really fun. It was like, yeah. uh, the, it was like it was a Friday, Saturday, su- and Sunday was Valentine's Day. So it was almost like three weekends, three weekend nights in a row, which is gets to be like really like you got to kill every every show. It's not like a loose. You know, usually Sunday is kind of loose and fuck aroundy. Yeah. And so that yeah, was yeah, like a third night. Saturday. That was a third Saturday. Yeah. Um, so that was a little pressurey, but it's intense. Um, yeah, it, I was like exhausted again, and because I felt like I, you know, every time I go to New York, I'm like, I got to prove I didn't, I haven't lost my New York right. shops. So right. I, you got to refill like, your New York well. Try and... to crush and, <laughs> but but doing new stuff at the same time, I don't right. want to be like completely. No, no, because you also don't want to repeat stuff like you're not writing. Exactly. Exactly. You don't want to imply that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, so Maria, because she had her family, she couldn't do radio. So they had me do all of her radio. Why, wait, wait. First of all, genius excuse on Maria's the part. The best. <laughs> How does family stop? Would their family not let her out the door to do radio? At 7 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. That's when Marilyn and Joel were like, oh, honey, we're going to go It wasn't even her husband. It was her parents. <laughs> she was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. But so whatever it was, it was they asked me if I would do it. And I didn't know how to say no. Sure. Because I don't know how to say no to more stage time, I guess. Right. And so I went Plus and I you did. might go back there by yourself as a headliner. And well, then... any time now. Helium, any day now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, 
I'm on like a two year rotation with them. Oh. And I always have a good time and it's yeah. a great club and I know a lot of people want to play it. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Sure. And in conclusion, blah. We yeah. all get it. Yeah. So uh but so I did I did radio and it was I, it just made me think about all the radio that I've ever done. Right. And we've never talked about what do you have a strategy with radio at all? Besides trying to get out of you it? Know, yeah. It's uh well sometimes it's great when you're just in and out, they want to hear three classics. Like I love just it when three jokes and then you go away. It'd be great if the if the DJ when the DJs know what they're doing, it's yeah. great. And then there's the guy. The guy. So it's, it's. It's. I hate the setup where it's usually two guys and a woman in a separate room. <laughs> yeah, why is she in a separate room? Or, who's She's there only- to laugh at these guys who usually aren't that funny? Like the whole no. morning zoo setup is just. It's brutal, so old and boring. And it's four me. hours, and so I mean, it's usually like, can you stay? Because we we got to <laughs> fill the time. Please stay. We got to fill this the hours, and the right. strippers are coming, yeah. but they're not coming until the next hour. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I'll stay. And but what I like to do, first of all, I I don't mind it if they ask me for three bits. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I don't mind it when they say we don't want you to do bits. But yeah, is did anything happen? And then I just farm in three bits because uh, screw you. Yeah, uh, we don't you're, know you're each other. You're trying to get people at the show. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to get people at the show. And yeah, and then uh, the worst is when they don't know what they're doing, and I can't, I can't, I I have done this because I am incredibly sometimes bossy or yeah. aggressive or. Entertaining is what I like to think of it as, yeah. uh, because uh, I'm on tele, I'm on radio or television or whatever it is. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, I do. I'm going to talk about whatever I want. And I'm going to I'm going to talk sure. this fast for a long time. Yeah, and uh, we're going to get some jokes out, and then we're going to go to play some Eagles, and then I'm going to uh, get the hell out. <laughs> I mean, something. Yeah, right? right. But have you ever had to railroad your way over the the DJs? You you, you ever feel that? Because uh, that might I just be so. me. I hope not. I, I, I hope not. Probably. Please say it's not just me. But, there you go. But, uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a real answer, Jackie. You just want me to echo what exactly. you're saying. I, I just want you to say. Was, I thought this is real conversation. <laughs> it is real conversation. But boy, wouldn't it be great if you also did that thing there's, that I do? <laughs> <laughs> there's this other thing I remember about. Uh, I haven't done morning radio in a long time. Uh, about oh, okay. people being just because I don't go on the road that much. So right. When I do, it's just but yeah, people yeah. like you have you have guys in different rooms behind you. Yeah. And they're asking you questions and you can't see them, but they're very they're very well ver- trained in pretending like you're having an eye to eye conversation. Yeah. And you're looking up and where the voice know, of God is yeah, just coming yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, from, and you don't know who to deliver from the, the guy joke who has to. a house in Miami who can't stand <laughs> yes, the people he's been working he's got, with he's for thirty years. In a basement. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple guys like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a couple of guys like that. The last time I was on Bob and Tom, uh, it was it you know was, they're done. What? Yeah. Uh, uh, Bob uh, retired. No. And what's her face? Quit. Oh, Christy. I thought Christy. she had a. I knew she had a podcast. And now she, she has her own podcast. podcast. Oh. So now it's just Tom. I don't know if wow. it's just Tom. Tom and Chick. Tom and Chick, maybe. Wow. It was. Uh, but Bob was kind of done anyway. Okay. And um, so he was like, no, nah, well, let's just call it. Because I think he was on vacation a lot last year. <laughs> So, but Bob and Tom but was still nice doing the show, but yeah, and then still on the on the name, and yeah. uh, but I did like, but so last time you did Bob and Tom, oh yeah, well I had just done uh, Last Comic Standing, and they had they had aired it the night before, and this is like 2009 where people are still it's internet comments are 
you don't expect them yet. It's oh, right. just starting a little bit to get really nasty. Right. And I advanced to the finals and I and I and Fortune Feimster didn't. We were we were brought out together. Oh. So okay. people thought, oh, it's her versus her, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and, uh, so, uh, there were a lot of fortunes fans that were really fucking upset that I got, I went and by they the way, lost their if, mind online. It, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Ugh. And just trashing me. And, uh, and then I, I was like, so depressed by the time, cause I stayed up all night and read the comments. Of course. <laughs> like I oh, flew in a day early, <laughs> so put myself <laughs> up in a hotel so I could do Bob and Tom. Cause I've got like million markets. And then yeah. I stay up all night and read comments and I get there like on two hours sleep. And I, and I, oh. I'm like, oh, everyone in the world hates me now. They all hate me. I read what right. they said about I read me. what they said so about you. So I can you. barely deliver a joke without yeah. just sighing in the middle of it. Because <laughs> um, clearly Fortune's fans were like, she should have won. She's doing way better than me. It's so all good. She did win. Don't Every, worry. Don't worry about she it. Went, she's doing she fine. You're doing fine. She's doing fine. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. doing fine. Please do not be super sad that your comic didn't yeah. make it into last comic standing finals. Yeah, she's good. There has to be I think she's, anything else. Is she on Mindy Kaling's show now? I think so. She, yeah, and she Either that or pilot, she has her own like show. Tina Fey did a pilot with her I and stuff. I think it's, every time she walks into some sort of building with, with offices, someone hands her a bag of money. <laughs> she's doing fun. And doing, everyone loves Forrest and Fortune. Yeah, yeah she's great. She's yeah. very funny. And yeah. she's really funny. But her fans blamed me... Uh, very uh, harshly online. Right, because they were disappointed and they just knee-jerk reaction. We were talking about trolls. Oh my and God, Jen Kirkman yesterday. This just is taking it on. Sunday. So this is going to air tomorrow. Our, yep. But Jen, Jen spent all day yesterday on Saturday just retweeting people, guys, saying Mostly guys. shitty things Almost about entirely. Hillary Clinton yeah. that were completely sexist. And it's it, you know, just weird. Yeah, and... Uh, like I know that that vein in America exists, just like you know, there's like this really <laughs> racist vein. Yep. It's like a swamp. But you know, if I live over here, I don't have to see that swamp. Mm-hmm. But it's still there, mm-hmm. and uh, it it was really disturbing. A lot of the shit she was retweeting. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. It was just it was just like oh fuck. Is that is and that, she is would that actually, in our audience every night? Well, and then she would engage. She yeah. engaged with I them, which, which is the yeah. better part of valor is. Uh, I mean, the fact that she sure, would even talk to I think it depends on your guys. personality. Like yeah. some people, like I think she's she likes to engage and she likes she, she likes to have this public, yeah, public she, discussion. She's like, let's you know? do it. Let's have a public yeah. discussion. Dave Anthony also yeah. also will button pu- you know will will respond to the button pushers. Yeah. I just block them. I just pretend. I block and move. go away. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, just yeah. like, if I had a comedy club and I could kick hecklers out immediately, yeah, that's what I would do, and yeah, that's yeah. what my Twitter feed is. Yeah, that's what my Facebook face. Uh, yesterday on Facebook, I po- I posted it was a uh, five reasons to not vote for Bernie, and then you click on it, and it was this whole thing about if you're a capitalist. Fuck. If you hate joy and puppies. I mean, it was like sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, right. And I, right, so right. I warned people in the in the I was like, this is clickbaity. It's actually five reasons to vote for Bernie. And uh, and I like Bernie. And so this is something to think about. It's just no big deal. And somebody I am friends with because it was just a friend. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I've stopped accepting just random friend requests from yeah. people on Facebook. Because right. if I don't know you, I'm I'm not going to do it. Just right. Go to my fan page. But um, Look this at guy. You. Go to my fan page. Go to my fan page people but um this guy just wrote fuck off or no fuck you and so i replied to it and i said do i know you i've done that before and then under that i said i actually only 
appreciate being told to fuck off uh, <laughs> if I know a person personally. Yeah. Because uh, that's what I want from a comic. Yeah, it's like, this is my page, dude. You just come down, come to my page and tell me to fuck off. It's yeah, yeah. kind of like my Andy's house, weird Christian bit. aunt uh, is on this page. If yeah. you could not uh, be, be mean in front of her, she's never heard a swear word. Mm. That's so not true. But uh, but so, but yeah, I I do like... I like that she's willing to to address the trolls. I mean, I do. She'll do it. Yeah. Pat Oswalt will sometimes do it. Yeah. Lindy West will do it. Yeah. And I just don't want to do it. I I I can't take that energy. Like I like I I feel like you know what? I'm raising a really awesome man. Yeah, you're, that's you're, my the, contribution that's to it. the you're, world. I can't. It's do... a living amends, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> it's a living. I can't do that. I don't. I don't want to keep talking back to. You know, and I don't I, like. I don't want to be addressed by name by somebody with right. a uh, with a "Don't tread on me" avatar. You know, I, right. I, I just don't want them knowing my name or anything about me. Yeah, which yeah. May, may be why I've had limited success <laughs> in achieving fame. Uh, exactly. So, did you not? Did you hear that Steve Martin did stand up? Yeah, I did. Uh, opening for Seinfeld. Oh, did he? Wow. Yeah, he opened for Seinfeld at some weird gig, oh, doing stand up for the first time, I guess, in 36 years. Wow. Because that's where you want to. That's where you want to get back on <laughs> you stage. Do an open mic in front of in 1800 to You go to Hong Kong and do. And that's get that it. Rest off you go you. to the Tex Mex place, because that's, that's where it is. It's at oh, a really? Tex Mex place in Hong Kong. Perfect. Hilarious, the fact that there's even Tex Mex in Hong Kong. Yeah. But. Um, did you listen to Steve Martin when you were a kid? Yeah, I did. I yeah. never, I never did. I did, and uh, but I didn't think, oh, I want to be a comedian because of him. Yeah, yeah. I needed here. Here's one one thing I I feel a need for Hillary is like I didn't, it didn't occur to me to do stand up comedy until I saw female comics in clubs when I started going to do going really to stand up in San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like even Joan Rivers, I was like, oh, if that's what you have to – because I didn't like her style. Right. I didn't like that self-deprecation Right, if that's shit. what it's going to be, and, yeah, I, I don't want to like do that. Style. And uh, yeah, that's what I thought it was because there's hardly anybody else. I mean maybe – there was Elaine Boozler, but I don't think I ever saw her until I started doing stand-up because she was on like HBO. The only stand-up comic that. I saw before I did stand-up comedy was um, Gallagher. Oh my god! I saw and him on the still Tonight Show. Decided to do stand up comedy. Well, it, it was almost, it, that must have been the reaction because I was like, stand up, stand up comedy is that? I don't want to do that. That doesn't seem because yeah. f- he had a giant couch behind him. Yeah, on the on the Tonight Show, and I was like, well, anyone could get a laugh with a giant couch behind him. That you doesn't you seem, even you were able to break it down. I broke it down to that. I was like, well, that doesn't seem fair. And my dad goes, what? What fair? It's just comedy. Don't worry about it. And uh, I was like, okay, but I we never listened to stand up. Like I never listened to Cosby or George Carlin or Steve Martin. When no, I, was I didn't. A kid. No, just Steve Martin because he was on the Carol Burnett show, right? And uh, he was my, Carol Burnett was my entry into everything into showbiz. Yeah, okay, and, yeah, that's, yeah. So if Steve Martin was on the show, which he he was, that's how that would have been him. the one. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Well, and the weird thing about Steve Martin is that I just so. Brian Cook loves Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. Brian Cook loves nothing. So I was like... He's a comic. He is a comic here in Los Angeles. And so I was like, oh, I wonder what kind of comedy Brian Cook found amusing when he was a child. And so I started listening to it. And all I had ever heard was that King Tut song. Yeah. And then I saw him with the arrow on his head. And I was like, well, that out, can't... Out of context. Uh, and I was like, out of context. And I was like, well, that doesn't look like good writing either. Yeah. But um, so I just, I, I listened to three Steve Martin albums in the last two days. Oh, wow. In an effort to try to figure out what I was missing and yeah. if I would have loved him when I was 11. And yeah. I might have loved him when I was 11. But what I love, love... 
with the power of the sun, love, is when you watch someone who's like, hey, this guy's a genius, this guy's amazing, and then you listen to like, like I watched Bill Cosby do stand-up. I yeah. wa- now I've listened to Steve Martin do stand-up. I've listened to George Carlin albums. And I'm like, yeah, that's good comedy. That's just stand-up. Yeah. But it isn't, like, the only thing that I ended up listening to for the first time, probably 10 years ago, I listened to Richard Pryor's album. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, this is something else. Right, right. This, that, that was more intimidating, or not intimidating, but that, yeah. was, that was more, like, inspirational, where I was like, no, this guy's doing something that isn't. And, and, it, and the album I listened to had been hacked so bad. Like I had heard at least four different male, like, like uh, black guys do stuff that was almost comparable. Yeah. But the way he did it, and it was so personal, and yeah. it was so he was in the whirlwind of that standup. I was like, oh no, that guy's a genius. Right. Right. And over and over and over again. Yeah. And then lit himself on fire. But uh, oh, you, even before he lit himself on fire, you thought he was a genius. Yeah. The the album I heard, I think, was before the fire lighting. Oh, cool. It was essentially it was a, it was an early it was an early stuff about growing up. His crazy ass growing up. I am comedically illiterate. Like I, yeah, me too. I've heard a few, but I, I don't know. I just didn't grow up with it. And, and, and sometimes we see now so listening much to comedy, I'm like, I have to leave the room. It makes my skin crawl. And <laughs> yeah, but, but I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I wish I, I wish I had heard all the great comics, we, but I, I don't wish, want to. Yeah, let's like a, a, go on a road trip where we just listen to some stand up, you know, and talk about it. That sounds and then, like a nightmare. <laughs> It sounds like a disaster. We'll like pull over at a at a Flying J, <laughs> the best gas station restaurants. Great place in to buy uh, cassette tapes of stand up comics. Yes. By the way, one of the greatest. Jeff Foxworthy for your pleasure. Hey, did I tell you? I, before we tape this, I got a call from Kira Soltanovich. She is on the five, driving yeah. back from a gig. Yeah, and she was. She, I, I said, "Where are you?" And she said, "I'm at the drive through of the In and Out." Yeah, and I was like, "Well." I know that in and out. I know that in and out. Yeah. I, I said, how far did you make it? She said, I didn't make it far enough. I was trying to do that thing where I was trying to make five hours. Just make five hours. And I was like, that's that game that you play when you're doing the road where you're like, I don't want to pull over. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to hold it. And then you're like, I can't hold it. I got to I gotta pull over. And women comics, we can't be in a cup, so whatever. I can hold it pretty well. I can. I used to be able. really good. I used to be able to hold it. And now it's two and a half hours, and I'm like, bored. <laughs> Even if I'm listening to a book on tape. I like, I like to try to do it with, on one tank of gas. You like to, oh, you like to that's go fumes. How I have, that's why I go a Bay Area to L.A. is one tank of gas. All right. That's um, pretty good gas mileage. The longest I ever drove was, uh, I drove, I left uh, Schaumburg, Illinois, which mm-hmm. is kind of near Chicago. Sure. Um, I had a, I, I had a gig, uh, through, I, I was working the, the Funny Bone there, and I thought it was a, like a Tuesday through Saturday, and it was Tuesday through Sunday, I guess. So I had to stay the Sunday. I'm like, fuck. Because I had, <laughs> I had a gig in Sacramento on Tuesday. Both Ooh. of these are MC MC weeks, though, so right. paying in the hundreds of dollars. Yeah, hundreds, little, so, not even hundreds and hundreds. Yeah, like hundred and fifty. Yeah, two fifty, two to hundred fifty. And uh, so after uh, John Regi was headlining, and so I had to stick around. You know, I had to yeah. watch his set. I had to say thanks, good night. So it's like nine thirty on Sunday, and Oof. I get on my Chevy Blazer, and I drive straight to Battle Mountain, Nevada, and that's. Like Holy thirty crap. hours, maybe. Yeah, and I just had tons of coffee, Mountain Dew, no dose, no dose, everything. I just, yeah, it was incredible. No dose. It was the precursor to Adderall, you guys. <laughs> now that I look back, it was pretty super dangerous. Yeah, like if my son did it, I'd fucking kill him. <laughs> but I did at at one point. I was driving and I saw a walking stick on my shoulder. You know that bug? Yeah. And then 
I was like, ah, and I went and I shook and then it was gone and I never saw it again. And I so you're like, didn't uh, know where it was. Oh. And that kept me awake because I thought it was going to come back and get me. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I was trying to drive straight through to Sacramento because I'm like, I got this. I have, I have to do 12 minutes up front on Tuesday. I got to right, get got, there. Yeah. So like Tuesday morning is when I hit Battle Mountain. And then I just I was I was like, oh, I, and I pulled into a hotel and slept and then drove the rest of the way to Sacramento. Ma- yeah. Made the gig. Made the gig. Made the gig. Everybody made Fucking the gig. Make, your gig. make the gig, you guys. Yeah, you do what you can. I mean, I remember any number of, of like, snowstormy kind of stuff because yeah. that was the big thing in Minneapolis where you'd have, like, I did a gig in the middle of Michigan and I couldn't pick whether to go up and over from Minneapolis. Okay. Which would have... Through Canada? No, no, through the UP, through okay. the Upper oh, Peninsula, oh. or down and around through okay. can- through Chicago. And I ended up doing down and around because it was literally in the middle of the lower peninsula of, of Michigan. Could you at that point have driven across Lake Michigan? I could not. If, okay. if, if only I'd had a windsurfer, an ice windsurfer, which <laughs> they had. Uh, but I went around and I remember at one point being so exhausted that I stopped at a gas station and for some reason, this is the weirdest food that I ever bought. Um, I bought fried chicken gizzards. Ooh. A quart. Guess how many fried chicken gizzards you want to eat? Just one. <laughs> a tablespoon? <laughs> if you like fried gizzards, which I do because I'm Armenian and my dad, it was a big delicacy and he was the only one who was allowed to eat them when I was a kid. Are, is that why they're they're sold there? Are, are there enough Armenians to no, sustain the fried no. gizzard Be, Well, Michigan industry? is full of just, they're full of peasants. Okay. And Michigan, and so peasants love peasant food. Sure. And so you make all the food out of everything. You know, the biggest new population in Michigan is uh, Arabic. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of Iraqis. Oh, I know. Guess what? My dad told me about that before he died. <sighs> Did he Every think that's day. where the terrorists were going to come on, from? On jihadwatch.org. <laughs> my dad's posts. Believe well, you, me, the, the whole family's fully aware. Didn't he come to visit you? Didn't you tell me that he oh thought he God, came to visit you? so amazing. Okay, so um, after my dad died, my uh, there was um, a morning dove was at her house. And my sister said, oh, those usually travel in pairs. And oh. there's just one here. And she said that to my mom. I mean, if that's not true, don't fucking tell me because our whole family is comforted is having by this a loving... potential lie. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so we see the morning dove, we're, and my and we're like, oh, that's that's dad. He's he's car- he's watching over your mom. You know, yeah. funeral, go to funeral, do all the death stuff, right? So, uh, so then my mom comes to my house on Thursday or the, the week earlier, but her shit comes on Thursday. So she's in, she's ensconced in the house. I leave to go to New York. I come back on Tuesday morning. Go right to work. Go right Conan. to work. Right from the airport to work. And um, crazy. I can't open my office door. There's a note that says there's a bird in your office. Oh wow! So of course I open the door <laughs> to peek, <laughs> and uh, it was a morning dove. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's right after neat. my mom gets here, which is Aww. really and it's very um, sweet. So you killed it. No, that would have been. Like, we let it go, made but left. it did shit yeah. all over my desk. <laughs> <laughs> so they sort yeah. of jihadwatch.org. Yeah. <laughs> you just and wanted I, you to know. I think the bird knew because we are on the shittiest Dell computers. You can't even believe it. Oh, uh, at work? Yes. Oh, that's and weird. And even the bird knew. <laughs> said, let me take care of this for you. Let me, let me get you a new computer. That's all I can <laughs> do from I you don't from, have the, a new one. from the I just beyond. Have a, a, a newly polished computer. Oh, my God. That is bird shit. I bet. Yeah. That is, well, that's adorable. Yeah, that was sweet. It's very sweet. I told my mom. I like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. 
You got, you got nothing? Yeah, what do you got? Let's see. Oh, this uh, this other thing I did in New York is, um, so I'm working on the old special, mm-hmm. which is a year and a half out now. Yep. But, um, so we're trying, Cringe Humor, their management company, we're doing this thing where we're sort of repackaging it a little bit. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm doing some, I, so I, I did some, I just answered questions. Like they, I was, they have a studio in their office. It, it's In New York? It's, yeah. It's oh, a nice. full studio and. You know, um, it was like lit, like it was like being on best best week ever. You know, oh, nice! They just they would throw questions out, and I would just sort of answer them. And so we did that on uh, on one of the days I was there. And we're going to try to sort of add it around and see if it yeah. becomes, I guess, a little different. Where you know, it's a it's a death comedy special, right? <laughs> Right, and so there was going to be yeah. some shots of your dad, wasn't it, from the well, hospital? Yeah, yeah. There's that. There's this one at the very end that we're going to put in for sure, where my sister asks my dad, "What, what do you? What's your legacy?" You know, my and it was, it's a cringeworthy moment because my dad. It looks like he just now realized he was dying. Oh shit! <laughs> so I watch every time I watch it. I'm like, oh fuck, you know. But he he says. He says, well, and he starts, he's thinking, you know, this is like probably the big question everyone wants to answer in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I'm silent. My sister's silent. We're just waiting. Um, And my mom comes into frame, bends over to pick up like a candy wrapper Mm -hmm. in the middle of it. And we just start yelling at her like, mom, what the fuck? This is a real moment. Why are you ruining it? And she, well, I just want to get this one thing and then everything just okay. And then she backs out. But it was it's wow. like exactly what she does all right. the time. There's a there's a special moment happening. Yeah. And she clomps in and steps all over the animals in the rainforest. <laughs> and then I'll just be here a second. And you leave and there's dead butterflies everywhere. It's, cl- it's, it's her. Did it's, he have an answer? He said, be kind and loving. Okay. F- fair and loving. I should know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are, those are some, cause you want that. I mean, the thing that is, is somebody hotwatch.org sig. <laughs> be fair and loving. Be fair and loving. <laughs> and uh, don't forget to write a, a goodbye note. Um, so, you know, I was thinking about sort of the last words. Did he have last words? His last words to me were, I love you too. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's Those neat. might have been his last words. Because my dad, uh, when he went under the knife, uh, he thought he was going to die. And the nurse said, and I missed him going under the knife the second time. And so she said, well, you know, your daughter's on her way from the hospital. Do you want to wait uh, from the airport? Do you want to wait? And my dad goes, Nah, let's just do it. <laughs> and he genuinely thought he was going to die. And so the and so did the nurse. And the nurse said, well, do you have any sort of message for her? Do you want me to tell her anything? And and, and the nurse told the story. It was so funny because she goes, yeah, tell her, tell her to do whatever she wants. Oh, yeah. And I was like, those are the greatest last words in the world You're from Ellie Education. <laughs> and and then and I asked him what he meant by that later. And mm-hmm. I was because and he th- finds this to be hilarious because he was junked up on morphine or some sort of joy juice after the thing when he lived because he lived. You guys, spoiler alert, he's still alive to irritate. And Again, uh, you're shoving your fucking parents down my throat. Dead mom, a, live dad. Dead mom. And you're Jackie. like, why? I why has it, it got to be like it that? It all worked out for I you. I miss my mom, though. Anyway, so <laughs> Nancy Cation, I wish you were alive to irritate me. I know. Me. I'm, I'm I know. Sorry. I know you're okay. kidding. But uh, but the uh, but what I said, did you mean that in general or in specific? And he said, uh, oh, in general. And, uh, and I was like, 
in general. He's like, I suppose if it doesn't hurt anyone. And he said, no, even if it hurts people. Do it. Do it anyway. And I was like, that is the worst inside your head voice answer that you shouldn't say out loud. (laughs) So, Well, I told those guys cringe when we were because I I think they were kind of reading some of my tweets to myself to ask me to respond to them. But one of them was that, uh, you know, I would never have an orgy while my parents are alive. So one day... (laughs) Um, but uh, you know what? The other thing was that was really there's a lot of there. New York's coming back to me as we keep talking, yeah. you know, but like um, I saw a bunch of people I hadn't seen in a long time. Right. And uh, like I saw Bonnie McFarlane. Right. Do you know Bonnie? I do know. Well, yes. Bonnie McFarlane have a troubled have a trouble because she married Rich Voss. Yeah. And I guess when they were getting married. Yeah. She told me they were getting married. And I thought I didn't say this out loud, but I oh. guess. Oh, I think I told you the story. No. Okay, it sounds Rich, bad, though. It is bad because I thought she, I thought I told her a very cute story about Rich Voss cock blocking himself <laughs> at with hanging out with uh, Dave Mordahl at Last Comic Standing. Okay, it was a great story. I saw the two of them. They were they had a bromance, right? They they okay, fell in love yeah, on yeah. Last Comic Standing, and so they wanted to be friends forever and always hang out with each other. And so I saw them the last night of the first season of Last Comic Standing, and they were hanging out. And these girls would come up. All these different women came up. This was before he's going out with Bonnie. Yeah, and. And just like hitting on both of them. And Dave wasn't into it at that point for some reason. But Rich was kind of into it. But then he'd see that Dave wasn't into it. And so he would say something mean to them. Yeah. And he would say something mean to them instead of just saying, no, I'm not into it or whatever. He would and he would make them go away. And so I saw him cock block himself. I'd never seen such a thing (laughs) twice. And so I thought it was a great story. And that's the story I thought I told her. And then she got mad at me and didn't talk to me for a couple of years, Bonnie McFarlane. And then... I ran into Rich Voss about a year and a half ago on a different podcast, and he said, oh, there's Cation who doesn't like me. And I was like, Rich, how did you know? No, I didn't <laughs> say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> but um, but w- uh, he said, you were the one who told Bonnie uh, when we got married that she shouldn't marry me. And I said, I did not say that. And what, what did I say? And she said, and then he told me exactly what I said. And it sounds exactly like something I was thinking, oh, but I didn't no. know I was saying out loud. I guess Bonnie McFarlane said to me, Jackie Cation, I'm marrying Rich Voss. And I said out loud, <laughs> that guy sleeps with everything. Oh, no, Jackie. Oh, my God. I don't think. Oh I don't, my God. That wasn't great. It wasn't that my was finest. Awful. I am not the hero of that story, you guys. I'm very sorry. But you know what? You set the bar. Like we, The rest of us just have to hope we say something as horrible to a friend. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Right. I was like, and you I love Bonnie McFarlane. My, my new queen. Oh, Jesus. And the thing about Voss is that, I mean, they're really good together. They're great. Oh, and yeah. they are, they are, they're snarky but happy yeah, yeah, together. Yeah. yeah it's, and they so have there's like, no reason for me to be such a dick about it. I don't know what happened. I think those two and maybe Tom Segura and Christina Pachowski have the two as far as I can the two working comic marriages that oh are does he go out cool. with her well yeah they had a baby hi they're married I, I barely see, know Christella had a show and Christina had a baby I've met her a couple of times she seems very nice she, she is. I've had met him a couple of times he seems very nice yeah. uh, um, okay uh, so anyway so I see Bonnie now yeah, Bonnie had, yeah. a, had a, a daughter uh, about a year after I had my son or maybe oh, right. six months after so they're, I had my they're son. comparable they're about, yeah and when I went the, when I brought my son to New York and um in August, uh, you know, he, I took him to some gigs, like one or two, to save yeah. on astronomical babysitting fees. Right, minimum twenty an hour. Plus, I would give the I gave the girl like fifty. I I, I was being uh, expecting change. I gave right. her like fifty for oh, geez. for Stop. popcorn and stuff, and it was all gone. Right, I'm like. 
What? <laughs> Just, I already bought the tickets in advance. Like, how do you spend that much money? I don't know. But I, but I, I okay. was so grateful to have care and that, that I gave him yes. to a stranger in, in Times and it Square. And worked out. And he came back alive. Right. I was like, that's That fine. was worth 50 Yes. Uh, in addition to the hundred. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so, so what I'm like, I can't do this. So I, I, I can't before this every night. So I brought my son to a gig once, uh, to the stand and I, and I'm, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be the comic always brings her kid. You know, I get in my head. I'm like, Oh, they're yeah, going to hate spinning. me and they'll you're never spinning. book me again. Yeah. So I, I, I put my son in a corner. I go, don't you talk to anyone? I, I, I gave him the iPad. I'm yeah. like, you get to play, but I don't want you talking to anyone. I don't want you bothering any comedians. I want you to be very, a little gentleman. Yeah. Right. And so he is. It's all okay. And then, so I, I, I'm there this last time. And Bonnie's there with a uh, with her daughter, and her daughter's sitting at the comics table, and oh, just riffing. <laughs> yeah. But I told Bonnie, I'm like, I wish I felt that comfortable with yeah. my son here. And she goes, well, I told, I, she told her daughter, uh, don't talk to any comics unless they're headliners. Oh, that's hilarious. And now her daughter asks if the person's a headliner oh, before she. Oh, my God. That is yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's great. So it was just cool to see her. And, you know, so she had her daughter and take, you know, lifting her. It was like the late show and like doing all the stuff. I'm like, I'm, I wouldn't let myself do because I, I guess I'm, I'm a little more, you know, he's a product of a single mother and he's got a lot of things going against him. So I got to be really strict. And I'm, you know, he's piano classes. He goes to bed at this amount of time. He doesn't know I'm a comic or, you know, he doesn't know I'm a comic. Don't tell him. I'm just trying to like, like make up for what I think are a lot of negatives. You're trying to give him some sort of weird, normal, like June Cleaver kind of childhood. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's, that's, I don't think that's possible, but you do whatever you need to do. But bon- but I think because Bonnie and Rich are a couple and they're they're and both, they're both they're, comics, they're all in on yep. their comedy life and they bring their daughter with them on the road sometimes and she's at clubs and no one cares and it's really cool. I just was I was envious of that sort of um, uh, yeah comfort level that loosey goosey kind of parenting yes, style. Yes, yeah. so like and like, kids are so resilient. They are. It's true. Get this, Andy and I yesterday went and saw Deadpool. Yeah, and there were five boys, eight yeah. to fourteen. Yeah. Who were like, hey, are you guys going to see Deadpool? We can't get in because it's rated R. Will you buy us tickets? And I was like, yeah. Oh, that's And great. Andy was like, we haven't even seen it yet. You're thinking it's okay? And I was like, what's it going to be? It can't be worse than the internet. And they're five, they're five Van Nuys kids. It's going to be fine. Uh. So, and they were, and so I go up and I'm like, and they're like, we have the money. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And, uh, and Andy goes, we're not going to buy you beer though. And I said, not until you're in college. And, uh, and so, um, I was like, uh, it's me, him and our five nephews. You're going to buy them beer after they're, they're legally allowed to buy them beer. No, no. In you're college, the best neighbor 18. ever. <laughs> 18. He's in 21. College. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll buy an 18 year old. I interrupted the story for a bad joke. <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to get no, no. a riff going and went yeah, nowhere. And I went nowhere. You didn't no, yes and me, by the way. Oh, you went, God but no. Oh, I should talk to that guy from Iowa West. Anyway. Um, <laughs> the one that got fired. Yeah. <laughs> too bad, Jackie. Too, so sad. Too bad. Too late. Maybe he'll start his own. <laughs> Uh, his own internship program uh, with his wife and children. Anyway, so, uh, but I have this to say is, uh, so I we get them in, but it takes a second to get them in because I have to get them the tickets and then I have to get them past the ticket puller. The, the kid, because Andy and I went in first, went to get popcorn because it's Deadpool. Are you, you pretending you're the parents? No, no. I mean, everyone knows that this is ab- absurd okay. because they've been lurking there, I guess, for a half an hour. And Andy's like, well, why don't we see this movie and then buy them tickets? And I was like, make them wait two hours? 
And the oldest kid goes, yeah, it's more than two hours. Could you not do this to us? And I was like, yeah, we cannot do this to you. And then, and then we go to the, we get our tickets ripped and I'm at the thing. And all of a sudden Andy's like, Hey, they're having trouble getting past the ticket ripper. And I was like, there are nephews. And uh, nice. so they just come in and I was like, you can't talk during the show, but they were such nice young men. Were they brothers? They were just a pile of kids. I don't okay. know, but they were, they were just like, thank you, ma'am. Thank oh, you so cool. much. That they were so polite. I was like, "Look at these nice little working class kids." Because I because it's all <laughs> that's what nice. I want. I want a nice working class. That's kid. what I. That's I want, what I yeah. think. And I think he is. I think he's a very polite young man. Thank you. I like uh, the difference between before you guys went to Ireland and after. Very noticeable. Oh, really? Yeah, his social skills are just a lot. Yeah, he's just a little. He's a, he walks a little taller. Yeah, he's a little stronger. I think yeah, of himself. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a young man. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, thanks so yeah, much. No problem. Um, but yeah, it was cool to see Bonnie. And then I saw um this one night we uh we were at the I I won't say the club or I didn't see, do you know Lynn Coplets? Yeah, I don't Lynn do, Mar, uh, Mitch the Cindy Crawford you can get that was used to be her joke. Do you remember her? <laughs> no, I don't remember that She's joke, but I know her. I know her. She's a New York comic. She goes on the road, but I, you know, yeah, I know her. Yeah, she, I, she's so funny, and um, she she she's I haven't seen our her in age. years. Okay, she talks about menopause, and and she was talking about menopause on stage while she was visibly sweating, and it was the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> and it was really cold in New York, so the audience was bundled up. Everyone still Everyone had their else coats has on. It's on, the Broadway, and she is so there's soaking no heat. wet. Yes, it was. <laughs> hilarious and she was hilarious about really funny it. that's so and great the thing about lynn like i i have a, a, a i have a place in, she has a place in my heart because um back in the old tough crowd days yeah it was really hard to get women on the show did mm-hmm. you ever do tough crowd i did with rich voss oh cool and okay. uh and i th- and i think um oh eddie brill and then Colin, in between his Letterman sets. In between his Letterman sets, and then uh, and then and then Colin hosted. Sure. Well, and, yeah, that's uh, his show. So he's sure, gonna... he was hosting, and uh, and somebody else. I and believe you. It was the weekend. Can I tell this? It was the weekend after John Ritter died. So it. And so they funny. wanted a John Ritter joke, and I told one, and the audience booed it, and they cut it. From the show. Bummer. I was like, you don't ask for a John Ritter show joke, <laughs> joke. and then not like it. Because my joke was uh, it was that they renamed his show Eight Simple Rules uh, I Ignore Because My Dad Is Dead. <laughs> and nobody nobody liked it. Nobody, I was like, come on. Oh, man. You were robbed. Anyway, you so were robbed. It was okay, hard to so, get women on. So, I, so when, at one point, I threw a fit. And uh, I was like, we got to get more women on. And uh, You do it, Gil Martin. And, you stand and up. The complaint was, well, they don't, they're not jumping in with the guys. And, and they're... they're we can go into that into the next hour into what the you know yeah all the things that are, that are about that but but what I did was like all right so I'm gonna have some roundtables with just female comics and we're gonna practice talking about politics and fr- <laughs> with each other <laughs> so wow I, it was twice it was at the cellar it was me and um, I think Bernadette Polly and Sherry Davy oh and wow Lynn such great names right man. so these are all all comics were like have been New York on comics, one yeah. or two times but it's awesome. like they should clearly be on more like it's it was really frustrating and yeah. so you know I don't need to stare deeply into the eyes of Patrice it's fine as <laughs> I, much- I loved staring in the eyes of Patrice right. I just remember one show where I think they were talking about birth control and it was five guys uh-huh. and I was like ah <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, so anyway, so back to this thing. So Sherry Sherry Davy and and, uh, and Bernadette are, are they read the paper? They're politically yeah, they're interested, on board. right? And Lynn, that, 
I love Lynn. That's not her her interest. Right, she doesn't she's not write reading about it. Politico yeah. every morning. And but you know, she's part of this thing. So she comes into the to the cellar with like five newspapers on her arms. Shit's highlighted. She's like Kurds, Sunnis, Shiites. <laughs> it was, I'm like you. You're fucking awesome. I love you're you. On fire. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was cool. That's that's. All. that's and I love that so, you stuck it out. I hadn't seen her in so long, and it was so great to see her. That's that's, so, that's so great, New York. This has been a great episode. Sure, check out Tracy Ashley. She's great. She's she our comic great. of the week. Mm-hmm. She's the, uh, the she's the plug. Get that girl off the road. Right. Just hand her a bag of money, <laughs> and then uh, and then we'll just uh, we'll do another one. We're gonna roll. Yeah, we're rolling into our next one. Okay, bye. Now leaving nerdist.com. dot <laughs> com.